You are listening to the Pork Pals Podcast with Peter, Donna Marie and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip, people. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's Pork Pals Podcast. We shall have uh, a minute silence, I think. Sailing yachts over by the reunion. It's done. It's done. Um. Now, I just feel with the season finale, it could have been done in 40 minutes. I don't think we had to spend 80 minutes on it. No. Yeah, I agree. I was a little bit disappointed with, like, the last night out, which I there was far better nights out during the year. It was, it was almost like they were all just over it. Like, everyone, everyone just seemed to be done with the season. I'd imagine you would be. I'd imagine if you had to spend six, eight weeks on a tiny bow with the same people 24-7, constantly turned on. I'd imagine by the time you're you're getting ready to go home, you're like fucking over it and sick of the sight of them all. Like. True, true. Well, speaking of turned on, um, poor, old, poor old Chase again. He, he, he shot his last, he shot his last shot. And that was it. It was just another hug and another wave goodbye. Um, it was interesting to see her saying though that if she hadn't got a boyfriend, she probably would. And I think the little laugh kind of gave it away. Yeah, I like Chase. Look, of all the seasons gone by, and my worries at the start of the season, I think Chase is just a really cool, nice guy. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. He's just a, he's just, you know, he's a little bit goofy. He's a little bit out there. And I, I think even when he said, oh, I'm a bit of an acquired taste, I don't even think he is an acquired taste. I think you just have to get used to him and the way yeah. he is. And then it's all good. I think he's sound. And I'm so invested in his um, weekly updates of him doing up his sailboat. Like I'm invested, I'm in. Yeah, but look, we're not getting back into why you're fucking invested in his weekly sailboat. I think it's more the, the mast rather than the sail you're interested in. But anyway, we'll 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 move along to what was the big drama of the two episodes, which was Mads and Alex finally kissing. Like, I mean, how disappointing was that? Do you know what? I I don't know if it's not that I was disappointed. I wasn't disappointed. I kind of wish he did it fucking sooner. Um, I just, I still don't understand why Gary behaved the way he did when she told him. I mean, so what? Like she, he was played. He's always the one that's usually playing people. He was played this time. She no fucking interest in him. She was having a bit of fun. I think everybody knew she fucking regretted it after week one. And she kind of got her wear off Alex for a play to her. He was right. She did deserve her. Yeah. And Gary was like a big child thrown a tantrum. And I don't understand why Mads felt like she had to explain it. Like it was the last night. Yeah, I wouldn't have explained myself to him either. I would have been like, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's the last, as you say, it's the last night. They're all in bed. Everyone gets up, gets changed, and fucks off the next morning. He probably wouldn't have even heard about it. Yeah, even if he did, so. Yeah, so what? Who cares? 
like that. He's used to being he's used to being the one who does that carry on. Yeah, it's just a massive, a massive uh, ego bruise to Mm -hmm. him. Um, So, yeah, I think his reaction was like, even the way he was with Alex, it was a bit, oh, I think that's a bit snakish. No, it wasn't snakish at all. She wasn't fucking into it. If Gary was the one doing that, he wouldn't have fucking said that. Like, do you know that kind of way? No. And it's like, I just, Alex really just didn't give a fuck either. No. Yeah. Whatever, like, yeah. he was respectful to his colleague right up until the work was done. Yeah. He never went nearer. He never caused drama. He didn't create any triangles. He just didn't. And then when the work was done, the season was over. He said, fuck it. Fair play to him. But, yeah, so just really just an ego bruise for Gary and just a childish overreaction, really, to kind of some... To sum that one up. Um, Look, at the end of the day, Mads was right. He cares more about Daisy. And he does. Yes. Yeah. It's it's true. It's it's very true. And I think Colin and Daisy, I think, is a little bit interesting. Because the way they left things at the end of the show, I think sheds a little bit more light on what Daisy said at the start of the season about Colin having the most to answer for come the reunion. Because they left on good terms. They left in, they left with the whole, well, let's, you know, keep in touch and let's see how we progress with this. It's not that they left on bad terms, but every single season that you see across all the below decks, if there's a couple that like each other, no matter where they're going or how far apart they live, they all decide to do something together for a couple of days. They yeah, all organise something. That. I was so, expecting the two of them to book into an old hotel and go off and have a bit of fun for a couple of days before they went their separate ways. Yeah, but if you remember back to last year, I think... Daisy went, Daisy had a ton of commitments after, straight after. I think she almost went straight into other work after last year. Yeah. After they recorded. They didn't come across as two people at the start of a relationship that were like mad for it. No, but I think, I I think it's going to, my suspicion is that it pans out that Colin is the one, from Daisy's perspective, Colin is the one who kind of, you know, pumps the brakes on the whole thing when they separate and probably there may be some ghosting going on, who knows? But I think this might be more reflective of Daisy's comments rather than what we've seen to this point. Because we were all a little bit, what the fuck is she on about? But this is obviously some stuff that has happened post-season. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I am really looking forward to the reunion. I'm really looking forward to, you know, what happened afterwards with most of them. Like, yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it'd be it'd be exciting. I, I I am looking forward to it. Um, and and seeing what happens. Now, I hope the reunion doesn't turn out like you know previous reunions have gone in other shows where like that two people end up like really disliking each other and kind of. <laughs> 
just that negative atmosphere then just gets in on the whole entire show and it just becomes about the two of them. Yes, it kind of, yeah, that, that two people drive the whole narrative of the reunion and nothing, excuse me, nothing else gets talked about. Because what I really want to see on the reunion, I really want to see Andy pull up a video of um, Alex and Glenn's best moments. Me too. That, Me too. That, that, that's a must. Like, I don't think I'll ever get him putting the bottle on Glenn's head out of my head like I must have laughed at that for a good 10 minutes I'm pretty sure I watched it a few times it was brilliant he was brilliant like Glenn was even a little bit more I don't know this season he's a little bit more like we had little Glenn moments like do you know and I loved that I loved that they filmed the Glenn moments when everybody else was out but even when he said even when he said Hmm, a cookie. I think I'll take this one out for a out for a spin. Even Alicia was in a Alicia was in yeah. a wrinkle. Uh, can we just take a moment to say, you know, kudos to Alicia. I mean, she has to be the fourth chef we've ever had on any below deck where there was no fights between her and the fucking chief shoe. There was no tantrums and there was no complaints about her food at all. No, and I was a little surprised. When Glenn said, oh, Alicia, it took you a little while to get into your stride. But once you got there, the only problem at the start was doing the fucking ridiculously um, amount of courses and having to get through it. That was... Yeah, and cooking for, like, staff members and everything. Remember, they were all at the meal and all. Like, I don't think she started off slow. No. I think she had ground running. That certainly didn't come across in anything we saw. Now, look, again, editing, but still, I, I don't think you could hide that, especially with the chef. Same. I agree. So, yeah, I just want to say, well done to Alicia Dell because she was amazing. Yeah. So with zero fights with the chief stew and the chef, zero fights among the stews themselves, absolutely zero drama, among it, which is almost unheard of. In a, they were great. in a below deck. They were great together. Like Daisy, Mads and Lucy, they were great together. And I loved it. Like we didn't even get a conversation at the end. Do you know, oh, you're a second stew now. Or like, there was no need for that. No. They just got on with it and did what they had to do. Lucy was comedy gold. Comedy gold. If she wasn't falling and hurting herself, she was like gagging and pulling these faces and everything. I really enjoyed her. And then Mads, yeah, look, I enjoyed it. She was good. There was always had to be one who was caught up in Brahma. romance. Yeah. But she was nice and I felt really sorry for her at times. In particular yesterday, watching that episode with Gary saying that shit, like, fucking hell, you tick cunt, like, Look, Gary's an asshole. And I thought it was I thought it was so funny that she came into the season, like the trailer. Oh yeah, I've no problem screwing the crew as long as the crew can screw. And then I've learned my lesson. Don't screw the crew. Like, I mean, she yeah. totally gets it now. She's she's lived that experience. But yeah, no, it was it was good to see. I think it though it's a little unfortunate because I think when they get along so well like that it reduces the possibility of them being asked back for the following season. Yeah. 
Like, I know, like, to me, this was the best season ever on Below Deck. And, it, like, it was because the heads of the department had all this drama. So if they brought them all back, and even though there's still a lot of mess there to be cleared up, we'd still, we'd get the tail end of it. But at the same time, what if they all made friends and then we just got this ball back season? That's another thing. Um, if the drama between... Like if the love triangle and there there was two love triangles really if you think about it yeah. in a way and if those two fucking triangles didn't happen there would be very little drama exactly and like spoiler alert for anyone that's listening and doesn't want to hear out about season five close your ears like we now know that Colin is gone yeah you know never mind the rest of them Colin is gone and for me. The best thing about Below Deck Sailing Yacht for the last three seasons has been Glenn, Colin, Gary and Daisy and the dynamic they've had together. So I don't know that I'm looking forward to season five. Will I watch it? 100%. Yeah. Or will I constantly be wishing Colin was there? Yeah. But who knows? Maybe, you know, who knows what what drama, what drama could uh could be could be stored up. I think though uh, there was one other big piece of drama this week, and I think we really do have to talk about these fucking guests. Oh my god, they were fucking animals. They were shocking. Like they were the worst. Like do you remember at the first guest or the second guest where they were like wrecking the place, filthy women. Yes. No, these were like awful. Yeah. They really and they weren't were. all awful. Let's be honest. They weren't all awful. No, it was, it was the that. trouble. It was the trouble. Disgusting. Now, what I will say is the guests have answered a question that has probably kept me up at night. And it was, do men have willy wars? And yes, men do have willy wars. <laughs> well, can I just say that in my... That in my 45 years on this planet, I have never had an actual wheelie war. That has never your happened. Your man was just slightly unhinged, wasn't he? I don't know what his name was. I can't fucking remember. Randy. The, the husband. Yeah, the guy with the black hair. Like, it's yeah. just a little bit unhinged to the point where his husband was actually talking about the fact that he didn't sign a prenup and he was like, up oh, shit creek without a paddle. Yeah, you know? I, I don't know. Like, it all seemed a bit weird. The husband seemed to be the one that felt on the outside. The boyfriend seemed to be more... Like, if you didn't... If you just watched them and didn't know who was who, you you wouldn't say that, okay, that that's... They're the ones that are married. Yeah, true. But look, I'm guessing the small fella with the shaved head, the husband, I'm guessing he's the one with the money. 100%. Absolute hundred percent. A small guy with a fucking vitamin D deficiency, fucking running around with, <laughs> running around with two fucking guns that are fucking jacked up to the hilt. Absolutely. <laughs> My God, but yeah, they were vile. They were vile. Like from what they were saying about people and body shaming them to. The reactions they were having, it was just oh my god. He would be the last person I'd want to be in company with. Yeah, no, no, they 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 certainly didn't do it for me. Not flushing their shit. Like, I mean, who does yeah. that? Like, who yeah. fucking does that? Who doesn't flush their shit? Except for Phil. Shout out to Phil. Oh my god. 
<laughs> oh, speaking of Martha's Vineyard, we got season two, baby. Yeah, season two. See, are they going in now to film? No, well, I know that they're filming in July, so they are going in very, very soon. Yeah. I saw um, Preston's tweet last night that, yeah, look, it's all, uh, we kind of knew. I think it was like, it, we kind of knew it was happening. But yeah, Preston tweeted out last night that, yeah, it's on season two. Let's get, let's get after it. be interesting to see who we get back, won't it? Yes. I wonder if we'll get Simon as a full time cast member this time. Don't know. Well, look. This is reasonably straightforward to track because we have all their social medias. We know we 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 know who's active. We know who's not. And if they're recording the next couple of weeks, they're gonna be a bit quiet. They're gonna be quiet. So yeah. we'll know straight away because the some yeah, of them, some of them, if they're sitting on the toilet, it. they're tweeting. So I think you can also tell by their social media reactions to the news yesterday who might be back and who might not. Yeah, we, we might have a little deep dive on that over the next week or two and sort of see mm-hmm. if we can uh, figure out the figure out the cast. But I, I think, in fairness, like, I mean, Bravo came out with the cast for Summer House once it started filming. They will probably do the same for Martha's Vineyard. They weren't trying to keep it a secret. Well, if they don't come out. Somebody else will. Yeah, like, I mean, how, you can't keep these things a secret anymore. Like anyone yeah. who's in Martha's Vineyard will see these people and pull it out there if they know what's happening. So yeah, like I'm curious to know how they're actually going to film Vanderpump Rules because every time you see photos or videos of them filming, there is nothing but crazy ass fans around them. Like yeah, although as we found out this week, not every show is happy about. Um, reveals about what's going on in the show. Fuck's sake. Do you have to bring so, this? So Donna, come on, you you can explain what because because it was your share. You you were the one on the you were the one on the Instagram who shared it. So you explained to us what we did and we will then explain to the listener what happened subsequently. We got in trouble. <laughs> we got in trouble from Bravo. So tell them tell them what you did first. <laughs> so I noticed that an ex-housewife was on holidays in Spain in Ibiza and she was on a yacht. You must well tell people who she is because she she put this on her Instagram. So tell yeah, them who she, she is. Tiffany, Tiffany Moon from Real Housewives of Dallas. So I noticed she was in Spain and I noticed she was on a yacht. And I noticed that the yacht was Parsifal Tree. So I did a bit of a deep dive into her Instagram, into the friends that she was with uh, on the holiday and little nosy on their pages. Anyway, I screenshot a few things to beat the band. And then I posted that she was on Parsifal Tree, who are currently filming season five in Ibiza. And it was highly likely that... There was going to be a crossover between Below Deck Sailing Yacht and Real Housewives of Dallas. And not the, the not the first housewife we've seen on a on a Below Deck. We've had them before. No. So the next day I got a message from one of the casting directors from Below Deck across all <laughs> the Below Decks 
And in case you're wondering, that's that's her in the background barking at Donna. <laughs> that's how we heard about it. Just this barking noise came to our Instagram. <laughs> so good. So yeah, I got a message off a casting director from the Blow Deck franchise um, asking me to remove the post immediately because they didn't want any information regarding season five being leaked or getting out. Yeah. So apparently all the guests are under contracts not to announce that they're in the show. But when we addressed that with the cast and director that we were literally resharing stuff that was already shared. And um, we were very politely told that the person in question, who I'm sure the fucking cast and director was not going to get all up in her fucking um, face about it, saying that, well, she didn't tag below deck on it. So yeah. it was the fact that we put two and two together and came up with four because the rest of the people that follow Tiffany's fucking Instagram are obviously stupid and they would never make the connection. Well, when they I saw a parcel three. I saw one other Instagram account that had copped it as well. So it wasn't just me. Did they get told to take it down? You see, they shared it to their stories. I shared it to the grid. So, yeah, I think that's what happened there. And then like that, look, Anyone who watches Bravo knows that information is out there. You just have to go looking for it. And yeah, I mean, I didn't think I did any wrong, but well, I mean, you didn't. And if these Bravo's exec, Bravo executives are listening, you know, fuck you. The info's out there. We're just gonna put out there. You fuckers been stealing our ideas all fucking year long. So, you know, stick it up your ass. <laughs> well, I just like we to don't, say, at I this point. Delete, I did not delete the post. I did, however, remove it and archive it. So I'll be able to, um, you know, bring it out with the date next year when we're watching Tiffany Moon and Blow Deck Sailing, you yeah? <laughs> ain't done much for us. So, you know, I'm not going to sit here fucking handholding them. We didn't sign no contract. Freedom of the press. So, yeah, you know, get back in your box, Bravo. Yeah, well, we'll be there. We'll 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 get tickets from BravoCon, and we'll be all left fucking. We'll be left standing outside with you know placards going, "We've been cancelled." But (laughs) (laughs) Uh, anyway, from that sort of weird situation to something uh, far more relaxed and fun. That was crappy lake. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you you'd enjoy it? Oh my God, crappy lake. It reminds me of like if you're reading a book and it's set in like a hometown in America and it's just one town, like that's what I would vision. It's just, oh my God, like 40 minutes was not enough for a double episode. Like we needed 80 minutes of crappy lake. Yeah, instead yeah. of eating me as a bravo below deck. Yeah, I, I just, I just laughed for like it's forty fun. odd minutes. It's fun. It just reminded me of the simple life with Paris and Nicole. It's like just you're gonna laugh. You're just gonna laugh. 
And that's what I want. That's what I need from Bravo right now after all the drama over the last few months. I just need a bit of fun, a bit of, bit of a giggle. I have to say, like, I know, I, I think the whole concept of the show was brilliant. Like, I didn't read anything about this. All I knew was it was Luan and Sonia. Obviously, I know who they are. I knew it was them going to this town. And the whole story, backstory of it being the TV producer's hometown who wanted to do something nice for them because they were struggling. Out. I think that makes it even better. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I was pleasantly surprised when I heard that part. But I have to say, it's, what is it, Benton, Benton, Illinois? What mm. a fucking shithole. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am, I am absolutely sorry if anyone from Benton, Illinois is listening. See, all that shit appeals to me. See that small town shit? That appeals to me. I live in Benton. Like... Wow, hang and on. I, I fucking text you when I was watching the show saying, Donna, this is your town. <laughs> I'm telling you, if I moved to America, that's where I'd be going. I wouldn't be going to any of the major cities around. I'd, tell, I'd be like, no, rock me up into a little small town where I know everyone and everyone knows me and I know their business and all that. Yeah, 100%. Like, I love all that shit. Yeah, like, yeah, where, you know, like the guys, the guys that work in the fire station and everybody knows them. And there's probably a local handyman that works there as well. And, you know, that's, that's, yeah, that's all part of the local, you know, that's part of the um, local um, small town up. life, really, isn't it? Shut up. <laughs> oh, what's, what? No, seriously, Joe, no, I wouldn't be doing the catfishing, would you? Nah. Oh my God, no. No, look, I've always known that catfishing is bad, be it online, and I certainly wouldn't be sticking my hand in no fucking hole. No. Here, listen, I've been in some them. dodgy places over the years. I've been lucky to come back with all five fingers. I think that might be fucking stretching it now. <laughs> oh, stop. Did you see Luan, though? I mean, what a fucking champion. I know. She just went for it and was like, I'm all in. Yeah, a hundred percent. Get down, get your hand in that hole, grab that sucker by the lip, and drag his ass to the fucking. The state of the hotel that kind of reminded me of the Comfort Inn when I was staying in uh, Santa Monica in LA. Did you what? Tell me what your impression of the dude who owned the hotel was. Oh my, he's mad for the camera, isn't he? He's a fucking creep. He's a creep. (laughs) <laughs> talking about a vibrator and all he's just no filter he's like ah, I guarantee you while they're all fucking pulling catfish out of the lake he's doing a fucking panty raid in the room he's a, <laughs> he's a sniffer he's he definitely a panty sniffer there's no question about it stop I loved it I do I love a bit of fun a bit of comedy now is just what we need and the bar Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> the boxer shorts. I the mean, shorts. I've seen bras. I've seen bras hanging there was out. Bras bars, there. Your the, man with the plait for a beard. Yeah, the fucking plaited goatee. Like what a creep! He's definitely on a register somewhere. And then your <laughs> man with Richard. Richard, <laughs> Richard. Yeah, <laughs> Luan, why do you have Richard on your back? <laughs> no, that's real. I can't do the Louisiana accent, but oh man, but I tell you, Sonia went and did a little, uh, did a little, uh, 
digging in a hole afterwards by herself. I know. She's like, mad for it. She said she was hard. She's always been mad for it. Should have oh. went on watch What Happens Live the other night and uh, she said she was with Craig, Paige's Craig, at BravoCon. Ah, yeah. Yeah, but nobody knows which BravoCon. <laughs> oh my which God. One. Well, I have to I say, they're both good looking women and yeah, like, I mean, absolutely to the fucking deal with them. But, Craig, that's like, they're together a while. Like how many years ago yeah. was I don't know. I'm like, which Bravo con? And then like uh, Luann said that she got Austin's number. Now, Austin and Craig have their own podcast and they discussed it on their podcast. I didn't listen to it. Not yet. But uh, I will uh, to see what Craig has to say. I know Austin kind of said he doesn't remember getting her number. Or I'm sure oh, here, if he listen, did. Austin doesn't remember much at all. Like, I mean, Austin I still thinks Lindsay was grabbing his Mickey while he was eating a Big Mac or something. So like, you know, come on. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. But, uh, she loves a bit but, of Mickey, does Sonia. Yeah, the two of them said, the two of them, mad for mad for the fucking, mad for the flute. But uh, look, what, mm-hmm. more power to them. Let them at it. I exactly. can't wait. And I just hope there's more than 10 episodes. Yeah, I didn't see how long the run was. Me neither, actually. Me neither. But I'm sure we'll get a second season. Well, hopefully. Well, we'll see. It could be a case of that they go elsewhere. Like, I mean, I can't imagine them yeah. just going to fucking Benton down. all the time. Like, that'd get pretty shit. Because by the time they get to the second run, the two of them have rode every man in the town. So, like, <laughs> fucking... <laughs> There'll be no point in going back. We're only on episode two, and, and, and Luan had ne- or fucking Sonia had nailed the best-looking bloke in the town. <laughs> Oh, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season now. See what they get up to. And they did. What want else me to, we got? They did make me want to rent a scooter when we go to Vegas. Rent a oh, scooter. Them things. Them little mobility scooters. Oh, thinking about them yesterday, I was like, maybe I'll rent one of them for myself when we go to Orlando. Just a mobility you know. scooter. Yeah. You fucking lazy bastards. And just whiz around the place. Imagine how fast you could go. Imagine how fast I you re- could go on your legs. <laughs> I remember when we were in uh, Disneyland in Paris with the kids and there was this family there and one of them had rented a mobility scooter. But they had like twins in a buggy and they kind of put the, twi- the twin buggy like kind of attached it to the back seat of the mobility scooter. And put the two kids in it, and then your woman was just scooting around, dragging this twin buggy with the two kids. <laughs> Listen, I also I always associate anyone under the age of sixty five in a mobility scooter with being fucking severely overweight, because they usually are. I've seen them. I've seen them in Vegas. I've seen them in Benidorm, and they're all going around flying around on these scooters because they're lazy fat bastards. Like I mean, most of them are. Like, I'm not body shaming anyone here. It's just a fact. Her fucking arse is hanging out over the seats. Like, seriously. <laughs> You're kind of body shaming, pal. You're kind of body shaming. No, listen, in fairness, these are the last fucking people who should be on mobility scooters. You know, if they did a bit more fucking walking, they'd probably be fine. Like, look after your health force. Jesus. Oh, my it's not God. Body shaming. It's health shaming. You know, sorry. 
But like, leave your feelings at the door when you come into this podcast because, you know, we don't do PC here. <laughs> me and Maeve do. Me and Maeve do, Paul. Well, you do, and then you give out to me off air and tell me I shouldn't have said that and that I should edit that <laughs> shit out. Trust me, people, if you heard some of the stuff that I've had to edit, <laughs> if you think this is bad, you should hear the stuff that ends up on the cutting room floor. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Well, so, yeah, yeah, I think like, that, was, that was pretty much it for this week. Um, we have got a huge, massive week ahead. Yes, we have Down Under, which is coming. And before I forget, I have a sneaky suspicion we're going to get something dropping this week, maybe next, regarding Winterhouse, because they're all in New York. Alex is in New York, Malia, Katie, that girl Ch- Chelsea, Amanda was there last night. There's another girl, um, I can't remember her name. She's one of the new cast members anyway. And they're all in New York together. So nice nice but like i think we're definitely have to kind of go to we're, we're definitely gonna have to do two shows next week because we've got down under which we know was a double episode we've got bdsy reunion we have got crappy lake and real housewives in new york drops this week am i wrong Oh my god, we're going to be busy. And I think uh, Below Deck has two reunions, and I don't think they're being showed the week apart. I think they're ones one night and ones the next. I need to confirm that, but I think Jesus. that's what we're doing. We could be fucking recording all that. We could be recording a shit ton next week. So uh, keep an eye on our social media for that. So any uh, yeah. any final it's thoughts before we sign off for the week? No, I am ready for. I'm so ready for Down Under. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I can't wait. Can't wait to see Jason again. Donna's got the the vibrator ready to go. Who doesn't? I mean, he's just gorgeous. (laughs) He's gorgeous. So, yeah. I am going to have my vibrator ready. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Ken Ken will be delighted. It'll be sex once a week for the next eight weeks on the button every time you watch Down Under. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. But, yeah, so, no, I'm ready for the week ahead. That's it. Cool. Maeve, any final thoughts? Just want to thank everyone for following us on Instagram and TikTok. Keep uh, liking, sharing, and then as well, also interact with us, message your thoughts on the episodes, what you think. Um, and then like that, as we keep going up and followings, we'll start inviting people maybe on the podcast. Yeah, we like, yeah, we have actually, we have been in talks with people to try and get some guests on. But can I just say, as I said earlier, it ain't fucking easy dealing with Bravo. So, uh, but yeah, so that's pretty much it for this week. And we hope you enjoy the shows in the week ahead. And we will catch you all next week. Take care. Bye.